welcome back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for listening today. Now, it's been a minute since we've done a podcast episode. And my goal for this upcoming semester and in the future is become to become more consistent with our podcast episodes. And a big part of why our podcast has not been super consistent because sometimes it's hard to schedule people and make time in the hectic life of a strength coach and a strength and conditioning staff. But the episode that we have coming your way, Organizing 101 for Strength Coaches, is not super long. So hopefully the shorter podcast will give me a little bit more initiative to uh, get my thoughts in line and record those thoughts so I can get those out to everybody listening. And hopefully our episodes will be much more consistent. I hope you enjoy the content that we're going to be putting out. Thank you for listening again. Go Cats. All right. I'm excited to talk about the topic today, which is organizing your life. One thing I did back in the spring semester of 2021, before the semester uh, started, Coach D talked with me. He said, you know what I think would be good for the staff to hear is how you organize your life, Spurlock. And at the moment, uh, it kind of caught me off guard, but I'm like, you know what? I feel like that's something that I have improved on so much since I first started my new role in 2013 as the director of strength and conditioning here at Kentucky. And I've had some struggles, but I do think now that it is the year 2021, I have improved in so many ways. And I wanted to sit down and uh, revisit this talk. When I gave it to the staff in the spring semester, it was in January, I didn't record it. I made a few notes, but I revisited my thoughts. I wrote down some notes and I wanted to record it so that I can best serve the strength coaches on my staff and those out there listening that you guys can hear my thoughts, how I have developed my system, some big takeaways, and hopefully it will help you develop your own organizational system. The first thing I want to touch on, and this is probably the biggest takeaway, and I've already alluded to it a little bit, is that you have to develop an organizational system that works for you, while also understanding that that system isn't going to be set in stone. You need to evaluate what's working, what's not, and periodically modify your system. Taking a step back. So what I said first is that you have to develop a system that works for you. And I learned this the hard way because when I first got into my role of director of strength and conditioning, I tried to take what my mentor, my former boss, Stephanie Tracy Simmons did. And I tried to be like, you know what? She was great at what she did. I'm just going to do what she did and turn it into the way that John Sprock is going to do with that. And that did not work out well for me. And it took me a while to realize that, but once I was able to develop my own system, not her system, my own, and I was able to organize my responsibilities, that's when my productivity, my effectiveness, and my ability to lead, all of that went through the roof. Next point I want to hit on is that, you know, what I, once I finally realized that my me following step system wasn't going to work for me, let's say that was in 2015. I haven't kept the same system in place since 2015. 
each semester. And even as I get to a halfway point in the semester, I try to evaluate, okay, what is working, what is not working, and then make adjustments as I need. So if something is working and it's working great, I got to make sure that I keep that and I emphasize that practice so that I can stay organized and stay focused on the task ahead of me. But if something's not working, I keep slipping up on a certain item, I got to make sure that I'm addressing that issue head on, figuring out a solution and adjusting my system as I need. And uh, one thing I learned is that I have to make time to do this. And one, I have a reminder in my schedule that at uh, about one month before the beginning of each semester, I have to evaluate my my organizational system and see what is going to work for the following semester. Because what I do in the fall is my responsibilities, my workload is ever changing. So what I did in the fall to stay organized is not going to work in the spring. And that system is not going to work in the summer. And what worked in the fall 2021 might not work in the fall 2022. So I got to make sure that I'm modifying my system as needed based on what works and what's not working. Next thing I wanted to touch on is how I stay organized and what resources I have and what resources I use. So for UK athletics, we have a digital calendar called Teamworks. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other athletic departments out there that use Teamworks. I love this calendar. It helps me plan out my days, my weeks, my months, my semesters. And not only do I have my typical normal appointments on my Teamworks calendar, like when my teams are going to lift or condition or when I have certain meetings or when you know, John Spurlock is going to get his workout in. I have that as a set appointment on my calendar Monday through Sunday. I have those things on there and that helps out a bunch. But what I wanted to share with you is that I also block off time each day to get certain responsibilities done. And here's an example. I wrote down a few examples for you. So every Monday between 9 and 9.30, I get prepped for our strength staff meeting that occurs at 11 a.m. And I do not move that appointment for anything. I'm going to take that 30 minutes to make sure I have my notes in line, that I'm prepped for that 11 o'clock meeting. And 9 to 9.30, I don't move that, that time block for anything. So if somebody tries to schedule an appointment with me at 9 a.m., I tell them that I'm busy. I can either do before 9 a.m. or after 9.30. But that I put that block in there just to make sure that I am as prepped as I can be for a staff meeting at 11 a.m. On Tuesday, this is another block that I don't move. Every Tuesday between 10.30 and 11.30 a.m., I have that hour block set aside specifically dedicated to programming. So whatever I need to do, maybe I'm um, getting the next cycle program for our volleyball team. Maybe it's you know, some of those daily things here at Kentucky, we have number sheets that we print out. Maybe I'm getting the number sheet prep for the rest of that week or maybe the week after that. But I use that hour just for programming. Next example I have written down is a 45 minute block that's on Thursdays that I'm able to move around that it's not set in stone. But I got to make sure that I have 45 minutes blocked off on Thursdays to tackle any miscellaneous tasks that have popped up during the week. Now, I might get that done at 9 a.m. I might get that done at noon. That changes week to week, but I'm flexible with that time block. But I need that time block in there to tackle those miscellaneous tasks that have popped up. 
um, as I come up with, you know, what time blocks I need to get set, I do that at the beginning of the semester. So before the semester starts, I'm like, all right, I need two probing, programming blocks set up. I'm going to do Tuesday at this time, Friday at that time. I get all that set up so I can be as intentional with my time as I can be and be as productive as I can be with my time once the semester starts. Because we all know in strength and conditioning and college athletics, once a school year starts, it's full throttle. It's full throttle and you rarely have time to take a big deep breath and figure out things once it's started. So I try to make sure that I get all those time blocks in my calendar before the semester starts. I also make time blocks for personal things as well. And really it's my personal responsibilities at home. So it might be, hey, on Saturday, I'm going to cut the grass at this time. Or maybe it's a, um, a monthly time block that's, it can even be 15 minutes where I'm gonna take these 15 minutes to make sure that our electric bill, our water bill, whatever, our bills are paid for that month. But that is how I use our TeamWorks system, and I love it. Um, but understanding that the way I have things set might not be the best way for you to do it. And that's kind of going back to my example with Steph. She did things a certain way. It didn't work for me because we're two different people. But myself the way why this works for me and the system that i just explained with teamworks because i am very task oriented i love it when i'm able to check something off my to-do list when i'm able to say yes i accomplished what i wanted to accomplish in that 45 minute time block that makes me feel so good and it helps me stay disciplined changing gears a little bit i also use a lot of digital reminders, whether that's a reminder from the TeamWorks calendar, whether it's a reminder I set on my iPhone. I have things that are daily, weekly, monthly, yearly reminders that I have set in those two resources, either my phone or on TeamWorks that help me stay organized. So, uh, I'll give you an example of some of the reminders I have set for myself. So a daily personal reminder is before I leave for work every day, I get a reminder on my phone that reminds me to pack my water bottle and pack my lunch because I'm notorious for getting everything ready, having a great morning routine, and we'll talk about that in a second, and then getting in my truck, driving a mile down the road, and then realizing, shoot, I forgot my lunch. So something simple for me. So I can be the most effective professional I can be is, hey, here's a reminder to grab your lunch. Another example that is more on the professional side is I set a reminder for myself that one month before a new semester starts, that I make sure that I get in touch with the people that are in charge of paying the tuition for our strength coaches that go to grad school. That reminder just allows me to initiate that conversation, reach out to those people, say so-and-so are taking grad school classes this semester, wanted to make sure you have their information. Please let me know if there are any issues or any questions that you need me to answer or for them to answer. So what I want to avoid is a giant headache is if we get three weeks into a new semester, my uh, strength coaches that go to grad school 
they start getting bills that their tuition hasn't been paid for. And then I'm having to do a lot of unnecessary work on the back end when I could have just avoided it on the front end. And that's why I have that reminder set in my um, calendar. Switching gears quite a bit. And I alluded to it a few minutes ago, but I want to talk about a morning routine. If I can give you one piece of advice, uh, advice, no matter if you are a task-oriented person, people-oriented, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, whether you're new to the profession or a seasoned vet, it is to develop a morning routine. When I was at my worst, when I was the worst strength coach I've ever been, when I was the worst leader I ever was, it is when... I was not able to effectively lead myself or others. And a big part of that is because I started my day off completely wrong. I would wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, make a cup of coffee, head out the door with no time to spare. Now that's not the case. And I want to give you an example of how I start my day. And let's just say I'm starting my day early in the morning. First team in the weight room is at six o'clock in the morning. And I need to be in the weight room no, no later than 5.30 a.m. So what I do is I wake up. I'm going to wake up instead of in the past, I might have wake, woken up around just before five, um, got my stuff together real quickly, then headed out the door. I do not do that anymore. Right now, if I have to be at the weight room at 5.30 a.m., I'm going to wake up probably around 4.04. And I wake up at 4.04 just because I'm a weirdo but I always wake up at the first alarm. I do not hit snooze. And I also set three alarms. I have three alarms that I set just to make sure that I am never late. And I'm not saying you set three alarms on your iPhone. I set three alarms that are on three different devices. So I have my wristwatch, my Timex Ironman wristwatch. That's the first alarm that goes off. That's the alarm I wake up to. My backup alarm is on my iPhone. And then my backup, backup, my third alarm is the clock on my nightstand. And that is one piece of advice, advice we give to all of our young strength coaches. You have to have multiple alarms. And if you have three different devices set, you will never be late to a morning workout because you slept in. After I wake up on the first alarm, I do the normal stuff. I brush my teeth. I get dressed for the day. And by the time I do all that, it's probably around 4.15 a.m. After that, I make a cup of coffee. I also make my wife's coffee because I'm a firm believer in karma. And this act of doing something for someone else, someone that I love, who helps me out in so many ways, that simple act of making her coffee helps get karma on my side and helps get my day started right on the, on the right foot. After that, I empty the dishwasher because once again, if I don't do it, my wife's going to have to do it. And if me making her coffee and emptying the dishwasher is going to make her life just a little bit easier, I definitely want to do that. But by the time I get dressed, brush my teeth, coffee's made, dishes are put away, it's probably a few minutes before 4.30. So I have to be at the weight room at 5.30. It takes me 20 minutes to get to work. So I at least got a solid 30 minutes to myself before I have to head out the door. And during this 30 minutes, I have plenty of time to write down my schedule for the day, prioritize the task work that I need to do, set an intention for my day. And this is something that I've been doing for about six months now, and I could do a whole other podcast, podcast episode on how that has helped me develop as a leader. 
But during this time, after I've written out my schedule, set my intention, set my task work, I also take some time to write in my journal where I can journal about whatever I want to, but most of the time I'm reflecting on the day before. And that is a gist of my morning routine. Ever since I've made this change, I've been more organized, not only from a time management and a task management standpoint, but um, mentally as well. My thoughts are, are more organized. And I'm because I'm more organized mentally, I feel like I can attack the day in a way that I'm going to res respond to situations as opposed to reacting to situations. Last thing I want to touch on in prioritizing my day. So during that 30 minutes before I have to head out the door, after the coffee's made, after the dishes are put away, and I'm organizing my task. And our uh, strength coaches at Kentucky, we have all read the Stephen Covey book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And we refer back to those habits uh, consistently. But I want to harp in on habit number three. And habit number three is putting first things first. And if you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. Even if you, it, and it, it's a big book, it's a long book, but even if you just read the first three habits, which all come back to leading yourself, it will make a huge different difference in your life. So staying organized is not just about having task work and you trying to tackle whatever you want to that day. You got to make sure that you are tackling the items that are important to you. And important to those pe the, the people that are closest to you. You just don't want to tackle those things that are urgent. When you are just tackling the urgent items, you're, or you're, you're managing by crisis. You want to make sure that you're putting the time into those things that are going to have an impact on your life and the life of those that you work with closely and the life of those that you are um, those that you are leading. So you want to make sure that you're tackling the important items, not just those that are urgent. In the Stephen Covey book, as he talks through putting first thing first, those are the quadrant two activities. Make sure you are highlighting those and trying to eliminate those items that cause so much of your time to be wasted. Uh, I know that was a lot. Hopefully that helps. Hopefully it does. It helped me to type out these notes to get prepared for this podcast episode. But kind of going back to that first point that I said, the one thing you have to do is develop a system that is going to work for you as in your personal life and your professional life and understanding that there's going to be some trials. You're going to have some hard times, but you've got to be able to modify your system based on your resources and what's working and what's not working. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed this organizational talk. I dubbed the, the notes in my, on my laptop is organi Organizing Your Life 101 for Strength Coaches. Hope you guys enjoyed this talk. Thanks for listening. Go Cats.